Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. 6.30, Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation on Oilers Radio. 6.30, Chad. It's 105 at Edmonton. It's time to open up the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. The River Cree Resort and Casino. Excitement. Bet on it. And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, same number, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors. 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday. The Oilers got the win in Calgary. That was great. Stuart Skinner was fantastic. Helped them win the game. Didn't give up anything cheap. A-grade scoring opportunities were probably pretty close between the two teams. One of the storylines in the game, well, the Oilers' lack of response on the, uh, if you're an Oilers partisan, you say it was a knee-on-knee hit with Mackenzie Weger and Connor McDavid. If you're a Flames fan, you're saying it's a clean hit. If you're the league, maybe you're saying you don't need to do anything. Should the Oilers have responded, or is that old-school, you know, 70s and 80s mentality? You tell me. Are you concerned that they don't do enough to protect their stars? Do the Oilers need to change the complexion and the makeup of the team a little bit? We will open up the phone lines. Second hour of Oilers now for World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer, the ideal place to start your daily vacation. We will drop the puck with Doug, who's been patiently waiting on line number one. Doug, you're in Oilers now. You still there? Yeah, here, Bob, you betcha. Listen, listening to you and Spec talking and the uh, guys on the other channel, it's, it's Bob, we talked this last fall after the uh, training camp and the team was set. Bob, are you really surprised when it comes right down to it? When we chatted back in the fall here, I said, when we lost Larson, we've never replaced that nasty SOB D man that's back there. Yeah. We just haven't. We've got taller guys, but... They don't play that kind of game. Uh, up front, the bottom six, we're vanilla. We're all the same type of player. We don't. We we lack some toughness there. So I said, well, okay, maybe how long uh, as the year goes long, something might change. When Reeves is available, I can't believe. I just can't believe that if you're going to get a tough guy, you might or that can actually play a little bit. You might as well get the best tough guy. And why we didn't make a move, I don't know. Cap space. Uh, I mean, they had limit. Now here's well, the thing. And 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 you know what, Doug? I'm uh, you're right. Well, I'm with you. Find a way to make it work. Exactly. exactly. Find a way to make. And I know that there's a unique relationship between Reeves and Evander Kane. So I know. I know. Yes. Get past it. All right. Exactly. You're, right? And I know that was a bit of an issue. I didn't want to bring that up. But you did. Okay. Fine. Like they've had hit, those two guys have had history. So what? Now you're on the same team. Exactly. You know what? You think? Do you think a lot of like? How many guys in the league really want, like, I can tell you Minnesota, and, and people say, well, they don't have enough skill, they're going to lose in a playoff series. Maybe he's going to be a good run boy, let me tell they're you. They're going to be a tough out for, and, you know, they're going to be a tough out. I just, you know, McEwen was on waivers earlier this year, Reeves was available. I think you have to find a way to get creative to address an area of weakness on the team, especially when you front load the minutes with your top end talent as much as of all of the teams that could afford the luxury. Like I'd go get Josh Brown out of Arizona. 
Now, you know, he doesn't have – Josh Brown is a top-five fighter in the league, okay? He's a right-shot T. I'd play him as a seventh defenseman. Mm-hmm. And on nights where you'd want to go 11 – I mean, how much are you playing the fourth-line guys anyways? Bottom line is if we don't – if Kenny can't do anything and maybe maybe his hands are going to tie at the end of the day, I don't know. But if something doesn't change, it's going to end up biting them in the button at the end of the day. It really will. And All right. I, I don't want, to, don't want to say that they're not going to make the playoffs. I don't mean, well, who knows. But you, you, you got to still play old-time hockey sometimes. That's all there is to it. I agree. 780, thanks a lot for the call, Doug. 780-496-0063. Let's go to Alex uh, on line number two. Hi, Alex. How you doing? Good, Bob. Yourself? Good. What do you think? Uh, 100,000% they need. Where I was most disappointed last night on that knee-on-knee, not one guy on the ice went after him. I don't care if you're a tough guy. You've got to back your stars. You've got to back everybody. You see, if everybody on the ice would have gone after Weaver, that's what we need as a team to win. And we don't back. Like, how can you watch McDavid get that type of hit and nobody go do anything? Yeah, yeah, you know, it's funny because last year they were playing Washington and Garnet Hathaway blew up. I think it was Hathaway blew up McDavid with a hit. And or no, it might have been Wilson. It was one of those two. And Yamamoto cross-checked him and then Kane went after him. And Kane had only been on the team for like a week or a week and a half. And and, and it was immediate. Earlier this year... uh, when uh, Edler, who has been sneaky dirty for a long time, and this is this is you know one of the byproducts. The league is oh, we can't have fighting, we can't have fighting. Well, what ends up happening is the rats take over in that situation, right? And Edler has played that game where he's low bridged guys. Like you know what, Craig Craig Muni used to blow guys up, but guess what? Sometimes you'd have to drop him when you did that. God rest his soul, Brian Marchman. He he threw hellacious hits. Brian Marchman had no problem fighting Ty Domi. They fought all the time back yeah, in the and day. It, <laughs> right? And but where we're where we're lacking, and I've seen it with other guys, there was a about two or three games, it might have been Anaheim. There was an altercation behind the bench or behind the net, the Oilers net. There was three not the Oilers net, sorry, Anaheim's. There was all the Anaheim guys were in there and there was two of our guys and our other three guys skated to the bench. Yeah. All but, right. We need that. We need the camaraderie. You've got to protect your family. And last night, I, with that McDavid thing, and no one went after him. I, boy, yeah. Anyways, I'm old. I can't do anything. You're old. You can't do anything. Thanks, Alex. Thanks for the call. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Hoagie is going to join us, and he wants to talk about team toughness. Hoagie, what do you think? Are you there? Hello. You're on. Hey Bob, how's it going? Is it? Are you going with Hoagie? Is that the handle? No, no, it's Aji. Aji, okay. My apologies. All right, what That's do you got? Okay. What do you think? Well, Bob, we've been talking about team toughness for three years now, and I mean, you talk about Ken Holland trying and trying and trying. He gets paid a substantial salary not to try but to do. The spec <laughs> talked about how you need the team toughness in October, and it's not important in the playoffs. And in the same breath, he's talking about how Vancouver lost because they weren't tough enough. You need time, wow. team toughness in the playoffs. Um, look at when Tampa Bay finally made it to the top. They added toughness. Last year, Colorado added toughness. You need toughness to get through the playoffs. Plain and simple. 
Now, when it comes to having your penalty or your power play as your deterrent, when you're running at 32 or 33 percent, the refs know you're at 32 or 33 percent. And you don't get and the they calls. Elevate. You don't get the calls. Yeah, exactly. They elevate where they're going to call the penalty because they know that you're scoring a third of the time and they manage the games. So you can't rely on your power play to deter those plays. And watching McDavid on the ice yesterday and nobody, nobody going after Uyghur was just absolutely infuriating. I got to tell you, you got a great attention to detail. It was a good point by you about the fact that Speck mentioned that the Canucks got pushed around to the playoffs and then said, you know, I, I think you do need it to get to the playoffs. And, and frankly, they call less in the playoffs. There needs to be, like, you know, I, I go back to that play by Mikey Anderson. That was on, on Leon Drysettle. You come behind a yep. star player and buckle his knee. I, I'm telling you right now, Drysettle isn't at 100%. He's. Those high ankle sprains can take players two years to get over. And uh, now, I, that said, if you're going to do it, I would do it on the road in their building. Like, that's where I would, you know, send the message back. Uh, the orders haven't played in L.A. yet. Uh, no, good points by you. Thank, hey, you should call, again, uh, call in again. Thanks for the call. Yeah, I'll try, Bob. Thanks. Thanks. 780-496-0063. That opens up a number. We're going to go to Mark in St. Albert on uh, line six. Mark, how are you doing? Hey, very good, Bob. You? Good. What do you think? You know what? I mean, I have a little bit of mixed feelings. I think that I would have liked to have seen someone respond last night. Uh, on the other hand, I guess my only thing is is that, you know, maybe if we'd taken a penalty, then uh, we wouldn't have won that game last night. So, you know, that's, I guess that's my only issue with it. I definitely think we need more toughness. Um, I do think a guy, thank you, a guy like uh, Clem Costin could have uh, stepped up and, you know, um, you know, that's a kid that's grow, that grew up in Russia. I'm sure he's, you know, he's probably used to fighting when, uh, when he grew up. Well, so. he, you know, he's battled in the American League, but he, I, I, he's battled when he's hit guys and forced it, right? Like, you take a look at what happened against Arizona. Keller got a stick up on Costin, and Costin popped him. And then they uh, later, you know, they, the Oilers had Costin on the ice in the final. It was an 18, you know, it was a blowout game. The Oilers were in control of the game, and Costin, the Oilers weren't rolling McDavid and Drysaddle out in the final three or four minutes of that game, and Costin got double shifted. And Cassian went and found him and cross-checked him from behind, which Zach's going to do in that situation. And to Costin's credit, he turned around and got a good punch in on Cass and stepped up. Yeah, but but it's a little bit – there's a gamesmanship. I wonder about Costin's gamesmanship just because I think that's getting him out of his comfort zone as a player. I don't know if it's fair. Um, I th You know, but – Okay, I can see that. So, and that's you know, it's funny when I was thinking about this last night on the plane flying back, thinking about today's show. It's like, well, look, we know what happened. I didn't like that it happened. Um, Calgary's got some size in their lineup. They value competitiveness throughout their organization. Uh, you know, they've got some surliness in the American Hockey League team as well. The Oilers don't have a tough guy in the NHL. They don't have a tough guy in the AHL. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I mean, the ultimate fact is, though, really, the NHL should address this, but, but it they doesn't don't. look like. They're going, but it doesn't. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't look that they're going to. So if they don't address it, then for sure we we do need a we do need a little more toughness. That being said, you know these kids don't grow up anymore fighting uh, when they play hockey. No. 
Uh, this is not guys that, you know, that's what they make a career of. And, and you know, I'm, I'm an older guy. I mean, for me, I liked it back then when there was a tough game and there was fighting. But, you know, things have changed too, yeah, right? I, so. I, we're not even necessarily saying it has to be a fight. We're saying you need to support each other on the ice, get in the – we're talking Mackenzie Weger. It's not like it was Zadorov or Lucic that did it. We're talking – right? You're talking – like, get out there, dump the puck in his corner, and, and hammer him. Like, throw a hit. Get in there on the forecheck and drill him. Skate over to him and stick your stick between his legs and ask him how he's feeling. Like, do something. All right, thanks for yeah. the call, Mark. For sure. 780-496-0063. That opens up a phone line. We're going to go to Roger on line number three. Hello, Roger. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Good. Good. You know what? Oilers haven't been tough for a lot of years. Uh, we've had some middleweights. We've never had a legitimate heavyweight since the days of McSorley and Semenko and Brown and all the big boys. So George LaRock, George LaRock wasn't a uh, legitimate? George, oh, no. 100%. George LaRock. I just happened to miss that name. But you know, at the end of the day, when the Oilers were in their heyday, they had the guys that are riding, you know, the, the sidelines looking looking out for Gretz. Is they the game? Those boys. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And, you know, the funny thing is people will say, well, the game is different today. And I would say, well, Edmonton's got star power. Edmonton's got two of the five best players in the world. If anybody, given the minutes they play their top-end guys, because they play the heck out of their top seven forwards, given how much those guys play, if any team could afford the luxury – of having a yeah. cooler. And I don't yeah. mean like a cooler in the casino where they go and send a guy to screw up other guys' card games. Not that type of... I'm talking a Patrick Swayze cooler from Roadhouse. You know, a guy that can yeah. take care of a little bit. It would be the Oilers. Like, the Oilers could afford that luxury. And it 100% just... 100% they could. And why know. they didn't go after Reeves, I would... You know what? That would have settled a whole lot of things down. But you know what? Everybody seems to be saying, well, Evander's coming back. You know what? He had 34 goals. You don't want Evander fighting and breaking another just, hand or, just, you know, that sort of thing, right? Just, just do this for me right now. Make a fist with your with your, heart, with your forearm, okay? Look look at the tendons on the wrist, and now imagine grappling with a guy's jersey and watch how that wrist turns. Do you want Evander Kane fighting? I don't want Evander Kane no. fighting. I want no. Evander. I, I have 100%. no problem if Evander Kane two-hands a guy and chops him in the leg or sticks him because he's going to have to protect himself or chirps a guy, yeah. but Evander needs yeah. to be in a comfort level where he doesn't have to fight when he comes back in the lineup. They need some help elsewhere. Thanks for the call, my man. I think when, Ka when Cassian came back a, lot, a little, I think a little bit too early, I think his hand is... He, I feel sorry for the guy. I really do. All right. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Roger. Uh, 120 in Edmonton, 780-496-0063. Let's, uh, let's do this. We're going to keep going. Uh, we'll go with uh, – where am I going first here? Daniel is going to join us right now. Daniel, how you doing? You're on orders now. Uh, just great, Bob. Well, I guess I'm just going to hop on the bus. You're, uh, like, like you're saying, and, and this is where I draw the point, is <laughs> – I'm not, I don't expect people, Pulley Arby or whoever might have been on the ice, to sit there and drop his gloves. But there's absolutely no excuse for there being a huge target. I mean, you, you got to send a message. And that's what bothers me is just the fact that our... The, the lack of comradeship. I mean, if somebody runs you, Bob or does that to you and you're on my team, I know the guy's number. 
Yeah. And and I, I to me, I grew up in an era. I'm a couple years older than you, but that that just doesn't happen. There there's an answer. I, I, I can tell you right now. I played on men's leagues teams where guys got hit in non-contact from behind, and it was settled immediately on the ice. Now it's yep. been a few years, but we're talking the early to mid 2000s. It got yep. settled immediately on the ice. One of us went and did something about it, and sometimes, Same here, Bob. sometimes Same story you here. like like we're talking guys that were dentists and doctors and lawyers, yeah. and yeah. they're like, hey, I'm not taking that crap. You don't get a deal. What what are you doing? Like, but why do, what is what's happened about that? Like, I, well, I, I think we've. I mean, I think we've gone like you know in the Western League in the mid 1980s. Maybe 16 out of the, you know, well, back then, back then I think they had 17 skaters. 15 of the 17 guys would fight back in the mid-'80s, right? And yep. today, you might have two guys on a team that would fight out of out of 18 guys. It's just completely, you know, the skill's yeah. off the chart, but you still got to stand up for yourself on those, like Seattle's a team that, that like Schaefer, Schaefer will do that kind of stuff in the future. He's going to be... Maybe a little bit more on. Like I'm not saying he's going to have near the offensive upside of Matthew Kachuk, but and maybe it's the the, the curly red hair. But but I'm going to tell you right now, he is going to be a guy that gets in the grill of opposition players. He, uh, he will do. Like he will I, said, do. I, I know what you're saying. I, I know times have changed, obviously, but I, I still don't. I I still just my age. I I don't understand the mentality. I'm, I'm just not finding a way to send a message. I hear you. Thanks a lot. I, I don't get it. Thanks a lot, man. Take care, Daniel. 780-496-0063. Final rack on the calls. We'll go to Tyler, who wants to talk Team Toughness. Hi, Tyler. How you doing? Hey, Bob. How's it going? Good. Good. Don't get me wrong. The Oilers need a guy in the in the bottom six that can handle the fighting and stuff like that because I don't think you want Darnell Nurse and Evander Kane doing that. But I watched this team chase Matthew Kachuk around the ice for, for years. When they go after our big boys, you go after their big boys. Make Jonathan Huber's, Huberto's life a living hell. right? That That's where I think they need to go. And I think Evander Kane did a great job with that on Goudreau in the playoffs. Oh, he he didn't just do it to Goodrow. <laughs> well, he did it to all of them. Like, what what happened to Kachuk after game one? Well, he was in his head. After after Kane scores the second goal in game three, Kachuk's trying to fight him, and Kane says, no, it's hilarious. It, and I'm telling you, that would not have gone well for Kachuk. No, not at all. He would have got his head caved in. <laughs> Tyler, that is, uh, that is the way it is, you know. Some would say tit for tat, right? That's how you kind of deal with it is, like, if they're going to do that... You know, we're going to have to, you're going to go down this path. We're going to have to go down this path, too. Thanks a lot, my man. Thank you. We're going to get take one more in here because he's calling all the way from Salmon Arm. Steve, how you doing? I'm good, Bob. How are you doing? Good. What do you think? Okay, listen, listen, man. When they broke his clavicle, nobody stepped up, okay? That, it's ridiculous. Now, here's the ultimate price Edmonton's going to have to pay if this coach and the general manager don't get on the same page and protect their stars, they're going to not renew their contracts. If McDavid has to go out and play 30 minutes a night getting his ass kicked, he's not going to renew the contract, man. We need some toughness. I've had it with this vanilla nonsense. 
Uyghur's a weasel. He's a weasel, man. There's no way we should be putting up with that from him. Okay? Steve, love the passion. Thanks for the call. Okay, well, you bet, 125. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, uh, thank you to all of you who participated in the open line segment on today's edition of Oilers Now. Uh, we're going to tell you, today is the final day that you can jump aboard and join Oilers Now in January in Vegas to see the Oilers play the Golden Knights. This new West hockey package includes airfare three nights at the five-star Cosmopolitan Hotel on the Strip. They got great uh, game tickets and a welcome reception with yours truly for the Oilers Now Hockey Vegas trip. Call New West Travel 780-496-0063. We'll mention to you, uh, for 50 years, Edmonton's destination for the celebration for the census is Japanese Village Reserve today at jvedmonton.ca. We'll take a quick timeout, get to a couple texts when we return. It's 125 at Edmonton. Hi, this is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. Very passionate segment with our callers. Uh, thank you for participating in the interactive element to the show. The boys at Brentwoods Ford at 128 in Edmonton, uh, they got an important message for you if you're thinking of upgrading your vehicle in holiday season. You got a couple more days left as Ford has held their rates as low as 1.49% on 2022 F-150s and as low as 4.49% on select new uh, on select used vehicles. These subsidized rates are likely to expire the end of the year. So if you're considering a change, call Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang at Brent Ridge Ford, 780-352-6048, your Ford Truck Authority on the Auto Mile in Wetaskiwin. All right, Herm, old schooler Herm, who played minor pro and in the WHL back in the day, says uh, this, Bob, no matter the level of hockey I played on all the winning teams I was a part of, we had team toughness from flin flon to pro or good senior hockey. You win when you have team toughness. It brings character. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell and back from the daily face-off for the horses and horse racing in Alberta, Frank Saraboli.